0: Shape of a grumpy old Presbyterian PlayStation fan.
1: Form of a happy-go-lucky Baptist Nintendo bro. Backlog, Backlog breakdown, breakdown powers, powers. activate. activate. <laughs> it's a little and bit of wonder. Are.
0: The Wonder Twins there for you folks. Yeah. And if you don't know what that is, then I don't know what to tell you. You have a sad, sad life, and I feel <laughs> bad for you.
1: I mean, I think I learned about the Wonder Twins. I've, i probably first heard them uh, just from these kinds of things where they're mocking them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, see, yeah, well, but, but I do know, life know who is they better. are, your life is but I have better heard better of them. For
0: knowing that. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you have that, you can mock that point of reference.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was, exactly.
0: I'm for, I am unfortunately old enough to remember when the super friends aired on television.
1: Mm. And mm.
0: It was, uh, not great. Not great.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. But this podcast will be great. And it is hosted by two super friends.
0: We are pretty super, and we are pretty friendly. And yeah, I'd, I'd say
1: you're you are a super friend. Did that did that work at all? Yeah, yeah, no. All right, it, I, I,
0: I, it vibes. It vibes. I, f- I feel it. Nice. That's a, as as the cool kids say. That's a mood.
1: Oh, I don't know that I've heard that one. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was thinking more like weird flex, but okay. But yeah. here we are, episode seventy-two. Uh, Being 72? super friends is tight. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yes. Have to reference pitch meeting in everything that we do now from here on now. out. Maybe that'll just be the new, the next Pwncast. We'll be just talking about pitch meeting. Just that's in general. a really <laughs> great one, like
0: because we all love
2: <laughs> pitch meeting.
0: Like, just that's cool actually here. like we get to spend like four hours just like quoting pitch meeting bits to each other. You do like top like ten idiots.
1: Pitch meetings yeah. and yeah. Oh, it's great. I love it. Boom. Why are we even doing this podcast? Let's Super just do easy. another podcast. Barely
0: barely <laughs> even an inconvenience.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. Wow wow wow. Okay. Uh we are uh today gonna be discussing uh the things that come out of pitch meetings. The television that you like to watch. Uh, how does that how does that pertain to your backlogs, you may ask? Well we're talking about video games on tv sort of kind of we'll, but we'll get to that in a bit uh before we jump into main topics so uh Nate how how you been over the past fortnight well
0: i will tell you it's been 2 weeks oh, dang it
1: oh. <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> I mean, you know what my my goal is it's now just, is I'm going to find clever ways to just like mm-hmm. instead of just jumping on the the two weeks thing, I'm just going to find uh, clever How ways. How many to times
1: just, can you quote they, the bare naked ladies in an episode? Uh pretty much every time. <laughs> All the times.
0: Uh, uh, you know, I don't I don't make films, but if I made films, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's like all i remember from that song yeah. <laughs> anyways thank you canada for that treasure uh,
1: <laughs> yeah i say that like i don't know that i've ever actually heard another one of their songs it's just that you know that's just oh, it. That's
0: it, all. it was on the radio for like eight years <laughs> right yeah
1: yeah it's one of those you know it's like closing time you know like everyone knows closing time or at least you've heard it it's not quite the earworm as as that no, song. i don't even re- know the name of that song but regardless uh let's not talk about that song let's talk no. about what you've been up to man
0: uh I, you know living my worst life now
1: oh oof. No, no
0: it's not that bad
1: dude. oh man
2: I've,
0: uh, it's just been a weird couple of weeks like mm-hmm. this this coming weekend as of recording now by the time this airs for every for public feeds and I'll have already but we're this weekend uh going to my grandfather's memorial service yeah that's right which will be weird and as much as I'm going to try to avoid it I'm sure that some sort of like family drama will ensue in some way shape mm-hmm. or form uh but I don't think there's been anything like you know I've actually sort of had like a really Bland couple of weeks where it just yeah it's sort of been like work, you know, puts around the house a little bit, you know, some lifting. I, I've been trying okay. to get back into that a little bit. Nice, nice. I I'd, I'd taken some time off, and then mm-hmm. I'd been kind of spotting inconsistent. I'm 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 really trying to get back into it. Um, so I lifted a couple times last week. Lifted this morning. Nice. Yeah, I just kind of like it's yeah. been like. Work's been okay. Like weather's it's starting to get nice. So, like, oh, that's, good. That's cool. Like, and by nice, I mean like it's like fifty degrees, sixty yeah. degrees ish. Like, we're supposed to hit sixty sometime this week. So, okay, I'm looking forward okay. to that.
1: So, It'll sweet, be good. yeah, It'll be good, yeah. Not uh, so. not just snowing all the time. That sounds that sounds awesome. No, no,
0: it's it's spring is is sprunging.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sixty sounds like the perfect um, temperature around there for walking twelve miles a day. You know, like yeah. It it seems like you would want it cooler because to me, like sixty is still cool.
0: I think, uh, honestly, like once when thing, uh, when when things get cranking, uh, <laughs> if I could talk right, um, but once things get get sort of do get cranking and, and sort of moving along, probably I'd say like perfect day is like mid to low 70s okay it's okay,
2: like cool
0: because like that's usually like warm enough that you don't have to worry about a ton like wearing a bunch of extra clothes or whatever but it's also right. cool enough that you know you're not sweating like a pig
2: mm-hmm. yeah
0: you know, you know, yeah yeah
1: how about you well, guys good to hear what's, what's new down in uh texas um I you know there's there's not too much new uh, it's been a busy couple of weeks, just with a number of things going on. You know, just work stuff. We talked a little bit in the the pre show. Oh, oh,
0: oh wait, wait, mm-hmm. wait, wait, wait! You guys are killing thousands. You are literally oh, murdering hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. all the time. Just, just cold blood. Yeah, because we're yanking we're Texas. their masks the off their face and mm-hmm. injecting them directly. Get out of with here corona. with that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's how we do it here in Texas. Uh thanks to our well, governor.
0: <laughs> you got to get rid of those Californians some way.
1: <laughs> no, uh that's that's a reference also to 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 the pre-show. Uh so mask mandate was lifted. So it's no longer the government no longer tells you that you have to wear a mask. That's all that means, okay? That doesn't that does not in fact mean <laughs> that there's any problem with wearing masks or with mandating in your own personal business or personal property that you want people to wear masks. You can still do that. Uh Anyways. So, but that, yeah, that's happened in, in Texas. And of course people flip out because people flip out no matter which way you go on. Because issue.
0: I just, so I'm just like, I just don't think, I think people just like that. They're so sort of unhinged and like mm-hmm. unmoored from reality and what's actually important that like that becomes like the thing. Yes. Well, it's like, yeah. So, I'm not trying to, but it's, like, this whole, like, Prince, uh, is it Harry?
2: Yes. And Meghan Markle mm-hmm. had, mm-hmm. like,
0: the interview with Oprah,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: they were saying, like, a bunch of, like, old white people are kind of racist, and all there's, like, apparently they're spilling all sorts of tea about, like, the freaking royal family, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, like, it, I don't, I literally could not care less mm-hmm. about, like. One, she's not my queen. Mm Who do don't care. I don't know, man. Like,
1: I just kind of was like, eh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've seen it on my Google feed, and I had to intentionally, like, take it off, because I'm like, why? I I don't care about any of this. I Googled it for, like, five seconds, because I was, was like, Mm -hmm. mildly interested.
0: You know, I just sort of, like, skimmed through an an article for, like, 15, 20 seconds. I was Mm -hmm. like, this is dumb. Move (laughs) on. Like... Like, the I was like, end. oh, I
1: don't care. I'm not British. I don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's right. We fought a war, so I didn't have to care about this stuff. <laughs> it's like, sweet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, t- the the past couple of weeks have been good. It's just been real busy. So this week, as of recording, um, was the last week of the current class that I've been taking, the first class mm. of this of the spring semester. And so, uh, and the, and there were a number of things uh, happening at work as well that kind of made this past week especially busy, um, requiring me to prioritize my time. And as we'll see, as we get into the backlog report, um, I really have not been playing much video games at all. Uh, but mm. there's still there's still some stuff to talk about, just not much in the video game front, unfortunately. Um, unlike you, you've beaten a couple of different games. Well, they're, so they're I've tiny. seen with your they're tiny. with your updates. They're yeah, teeny, i tiny i beat guys. some tiny games earlier on in the year as well. Um, but with that said, do you want to just go ahead and jump right into our backlog reports? I think. What say you? Are yours is way better yes i only had a napkin this time i kind of failed backlog
0: reports
1: why yes (laughs) thanks josh
0: the weather today is uh yeah
1: a balmy plus two points to my backlog
0: i was actually thinking of the word balmy
1: uh, (laughs) i don't know what it is it just sounds because we're uh, super friends did you know
0: that jan and zan the, the actual wonder twins were telepathic they oh, can communicate I did not know that. with each other in their brains. Hmm. No need to verbalize. And they That's... knew where each other where they were at all, like the other one was at all times. Like I know gotcha. that you're in Austin. And you know oh. that I'm I'm in Western Pennsylvania. Yeah. It's like, you see? See? Mm-hmm. It's it's wow. The, we're the, That's the back awesome. we're the backlog bros. I, I I love it. The breakdown boys. Something. <laughs> uh yeah, I will let me pull up my actual notebook here and uh as far as reading, I'm just gonna start with books. Okay. It's pretty much the same as last time. I'm finishing up The Rhythm of War, uh by okay. Brandon Sanderson. It's like mm-hmm. I'm in the last like hour and it's all like okay. epilogue and like wrapping up strings and all that stuff. And it's dude, it's good. I mean, like here's the thing like Sanderson's a talented writer. He's mm-hmm. he's very good. Um I don't know, I don't know if I have anything to say. I say you know, he's he it's good. It's, it's good it's 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 fun, it's pretty well written and it's he's got an interesting universe that he's sort of like building and fleshing out. I do have to just sort of like just a thought and this is just like we sort of were talking about this with Marvel like I'm just like how like there's a part of me that's like stop building this massive world and just tell me some stories like
1: okay. Okay.
0: Like all the world building and all this stuff. I'm kind of like, just like tell some cool stories, bro. But, Mm. and he does, he does do that, but it's just, there's like a whole lot of like other stuff that sort of gets in there. It's just like, did you ever read any of the wheel of time books or any of that stuff?
1: The first one, wait, 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 no, sorry. Wheel of time. I always get wheel of time confused with the dark tower. Okay. I read the first dark tower. Not okay read wheel, of time.
0: wheel of time by robert jordan is really okay. really cool for about a book or two okay and then it's just like you're juggling like 19 narrative threads after a gotcha. while and it's like he's got all these different characters and it's like it's it's epic and it's huge it's just nearly impossible to keep track of all of it because gotcha. it's epic and
1: huge yeah and so sort of like song of fire and ice or yeah song of ice and fire you i don't mean, remember the george
0: is r r martin stuff yeah right it's just, yeah it's huge and there's like a bajillion characters and there's all sorts of like intrigue and it's just like and yes there's like a few main characters but like mm-hmm. yeah it's just yeah uh, it's and i just like there's a part where i'm just kind of like uh, yeah like I'm, I'm just kind of like mm, yeah i don't know <laughs> the only thing that really keeps me going is that I'm listening to them, mm-hmm. and it's like eh. as I get older, I just want my stories. I just tell the stupid story. And <laughs> just, yeah. Anyways, nice. Um, uh, you know, I I brought it up to you earlier, I think, in the bro hang or whatever. Still working through communion with the triune God by uh, Owen. Uh, this is the the Crossway edition. Uh, Kelly Capic and uh, I think Justin Taylor edited this one, this edition, uh, Capic and Taylor both have some introductory essay notes kind of thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it is Kelly Capic is like, he, I think the words that I used to describe to you was like, he has put my brain in a headlock mm-hmm. and is giving me a swirly and I don't <laughs> like it. Um, but it's, it's been good. It's, it's deep and it's, it's kind of, it's, it's heavy. And it's just yeah. sort of like hard to parse out. And it's – so it's like I read like three pages and I'm like, crap.
2: <laughs> like
0: <laughs> I got to stop and like chew on this for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not really reading because I'm more of listening. But I have started listening to my Psalms and Proverbs reading. Yeah. Like I download it in the Dwell app and then I listen to that a few times throughout the day just to sort of – and then I I am trying to sort of just sit down and – like sit down and reread it and journal through it. But anyways. Yeah. um, Nice. So it's just like sort of, you know, doing a little bit of a deeper soak, you know? And Mm
2: -hmm.
0: so all of that's pretty much all of my reading as far as Vigi games. So I did end up wrapping up the Technomancer, which that is like a solid B C game. It's a really interesting world. Really interesting storytelling, some really interesting narrative stuff, and that's about it. The like, it's like it is schlocky, like '90s sci-fi. The game, the video game, (laughs) and it's like I enjoyed most of my time with that game, but the combat is really not great. It's Mm. it's perfectly, it's like it's like perfectly adequate, and that's about. That's about all it gets. Mm-hmm. And it gets to a point where it's actually just like, it can be so tedious that it's just like, why am I playing this? But gotcha. Mm. It's it's like the, the combat's actually so like bland. I mean, I gave it a three out of five, which is still like sort of on the passing side of things. Mm-hmm. But it's like, like you passed, but just barely. <laughs> like Got a D. I
1: pass.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like <laughs> D's get degrees, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, So yeah, it was like, it, it gets a D. Like <laughs> it, it's, it's, it is interesting, but this, it appeals to a very certain type of gamer. Gotcha. Like, like our mm-hmm. good buddy, Jesse Knopp would probably, he likes Alex and some of these other weird okay, Euro yeah. jank games. And that's very much <laughs> what this is. Um. <laughs> Quick shout out to him before I forget. Uh, he mm-hmm. recently posted that he finished up his uh, biblical studies program.
1: That's right. Yep. So Dude's a
0: bachelor. dude dude got that bachelor. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Um, so he probably doesn't listen to this because <laughs> he hates us and, and our work. But congratulations, Jesse. Yeah, man. Um, but anyways, moving on. I beat the unfinished swan, which oh dude i
1: kind of liked it more than edith finch that's that that was surprising when you posted that in the discord and then i remembered the game has a lot to do with like art i know that sounds stupid but i mean like you know painting and things like that and i was like okay okay i, but, uh, I can well, see that He's it's very... also
0: it feels like it's got like like it it feels like whereas what Remains of Edith Finch is sort of like almost more of a visual novel with like mm-hmm. gamey elements. Yeah. The Unfinished Swan is more of a game with okay. heavy heavy narrative elements. Gotcha. Like, gotcha. it's, I mean, but they're both sort of like, they both exist in this weird space that like mm-hmm. pretty much Giant Sparrow is the only person who makes stuff like this. Um, but I, like- There are parts of it that, yeah, I just, I think like, and it's, it's, it's a couple hours long and like, you can play through, like, I actually want to go back through and I think I'm going to try to do all the collectibles, unlockables and like hundred percent slash platinum it. I don't know if it has a platinum or not, Uh, but you know, hundred percent it, uh, Mm because I really kind of dig it. Nice. So there's one challenge in particular that I'm looking at and I'm going like, how would you freaking do this? <laughs> um, interesting. Interesting. But um, I beat a game called Minute, M-I-N-I-T. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically sort of a, a distilled down version of The Legend of Zelda, like that type of mm-hmm. like top-down yeah. adventure-y kind of game. And the whole gimmick is you play it in 60-second bursts. Okay, and it sounds pretty awesome. It's actually really cool. Um, <laughs> I did have to look up like a few. There were a couple times I was like, "What the heck am I supposed to be looking for?" Okay, or like, and it's like, "Oh, you know, you have to go to this one." But it's it's one of those games where it's like you can sit down and play it for twenty minutes and make serious headway. Like feasibly, there's a way to beat the game within like a half hour. Like if you once okay. you know everything, you know, because like one of the trophies is beat the game with less than with twenty-five or less resets. Like so okay. basically that sixty second cycle, like get through basically get through the game within twenty five minutes to thirty minutes or whatever. Gotcha. Um hmm. so was a, I did start up and uh so it's I'm I'm thinking I would like to go back and sort of hundred percent that as well. So that okay. and the unfinished swan, I might double back to at some point in time and try to like wrap those up because there's something some, Minute especially is very cool. Very, yeah. very cool. Nice um I really recommend that game. Like strong recommendation. Like if you like the Legend of Zelda games, this is sort of like And you should. And you should because you should. they're pretty awesome. Okay. The the 2D top down ones, or whatever, like the SNES, NES, NES, mm-hmm. the NES and SNES era. Anyways. Yeah. Like, check. you
1: know, like a Link to the Past, the one that didn't make our top 100 list, like that game. Because
0: it's overrated.
1: Um, <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah, I, I said it. I said it. I'm not going to. Um, anyways. Uh, and so I fired up uh, a little indie game called Near. Atamata. Mm-hmm. Um and I play I've i probably got a few hours in that dude. It's okay. uh it's legit. It's like and I had played some of the original Nier, so I can see some of the bones from the, the PS3 era near on this mm-hmm. thing. And I'm like, okay, like some of the control, like the the weird sort of action adventure RPG, like like the the action RPG kind of vibes. But then you have like basically these like twin stick shooter vibes <laughs> on it. Yep. Sometimes, which is just man, that game
1: does some cool stuff, and I I dig it. It's it's crazy how it pulls it off sometimes because you will notice uh, with like you don't notice it in the in the very beginning of the game uh, because they intentionally take you through the different styles in that in that opening bit, which is just super cool. The opening is fantastic in my mind. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. But there are times when you can alternate, in in like move around the world a little bit more um, when you're doing those things, and you notice that the whole twin stick shooter thing is actually still rendered in 3D, mm-hmm. which is which is really like the way that they are able to bolt on a different system is not just like you know in your JRPGs you get into a battle oh the screen you know like fades and goes to a completely different screen and you're playing this you know a, you know the the selecting your attacks and stuff like that whereas with this game no, it's like all in engine it's all doing it,
0: it moves so back and forth the,
1: between it which is pretty pretty cool
0: yeah it's it's not rendering anything mm-hmm. like yeah, I know exactly what you're saying, but yeah, it's it's hard to describe it other yeah. than saying like it sort of renders all of it in the same engine. There's no transitions or weird sort of like stilted like, you know, you all of a sudden now you're into this sort of gameplay segment. It sort right. of it flows from like one point into the next and then back into it. Like it yeah. like even when you're doing yeah, even when you're From, doing some like the dungeon exploration stuff. Yeah. Like it goes into a top, like there are times where it goes down into a, like a top, like top
1: down twin stick shooter kind of mm-hmm. vibe. And, and that, then there are like uh platforming segments, like sort mm-hmm. of, th- I don't want to call it 2d because it's all still the 3d models, but it, mm-hmm. you know, it's flat, you know um, what you can do in jumping around in the way that the battle system works is very similar it's just that it's squished down to, to a 2D plane instead of an open world kind of a thing, which is, it's technically, that's really cool. Anyways, you can tell it, I've been playing it.
0: The music in that is really rad,
1: mm,
2: like mm-hmm.
0: that weird, like techno. And it's like, I think I remember that music sort of being this for the near, like for the PS3. I remember yeah. the music sort of being pretty similar. Okay. Like, nice. I'll be honest, like, I think just, like, the standard fare, like, hack and slash sort of gameplay mm-hmm. might be the weakest part okay. of the game, yeah. but it's fine. It's good. Like, and I, I'm super early on, so it's not yeah. like I, I have, like, but I just, like, I'm playing it, I'm like, oh, this is this is adequate, this is fine, but it never yeah. feels like, I'm playing on normal, so...
1: Yeah. It, 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 the first playthrough doesn't present much of a challenge. Not that you won't die, just that like. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: So it's, and then I think I am going to start uh, chipping away. So I think what I'm going to probably be doing for a little bit is sort of pivoting between uh, I'm going to start because I had fired up some Metal Gear Solid 3 on my Vita, that's right. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, I think, sort of like bounce between those two for a little bit. And that's kind of what my energy like as far as any video game stuff that's uh kind of where it's gonna be
1: but how about you nice. buddy nice um well i'll I'll start with video games because really near is the only thing that i've i've been playing uh i haven't really touched much of final fantasy X, so just like quick bursts so so i haven't gotten far in that at all um but in terms of near automata uh so i think we've talked about it on the podcast i can't remember but the game has multiple endings Mm-hmm. um and the way that it works and i i mean this is kind of spoilery sorry a little bit but you're just now starting the game and i'm pretty sure you've seen me talking about it on discord you, you, in the game you play two different androids and basically the first playthrough is from one of them's perspective and the second playthrough is from the other's perspective okay well after that there's another playthrough that you can do a playthrough in quotation marks where um, it basically like the story picks up after the end of the game and stuff really goes crazy. If it wasn't crazy enough for you, then it really like hits the fan.
0: It gets super weird.
1: Yeah. And and after your first playthrough, which is only about a dozen hours, it rolls credits. And if you start a third playthrough, the entire opening scene where stuff hits the fan, credits are showing. like. Like you're starting a completely new game, but it 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 almost it fears it fears it feels a uh, Metal Gear esque of just like oh, this game is playing you, you know like of course you know this is it's it's like it's almost like there's a sequel that's baked in, but the sequel is actually explaining a lot of the stuff that happens in the main story, so anyways, all that to say is that i I still am not very far into the third the third playthrough, basically like the second act of the game um. But I feel bad for anyone who stopped playing the game after the first playthrough because it doesn't really give you... Not that it's not a satisfying ending, it's just that it's, it feels kind of empty of just like, oh, yeah, okay, that's, that's what it was kind of a thing without really explaining like, hey, what's actually going on? Um, because, yeah, later, stuff goes crazy. So I'm on the third playthrough, and, and what I've heard, what I've read, and researched, and whatnot, is that the third playthrough goes till basically like the end of the game, where you can make multiple choices, and each of those choices has another ending. So there's another three endings at the end of the third playthrough. Now,
0: can you like? And I know you're not there yet, but mm-hmm. can you save and then yes, experience yes. all three endings?
1: Yeah, because okay. I've I heard someone explaining like how you get all the different. And, or not, not even all the different, because there's tons of joke endings. There's a, there's an ending for you every letter the of the, the alphabet. Right. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And kill your, basically kill yourself.
1: Yeah. At the start of the third play, or second playthrough, you can go off the, like not do what the, what the game tells you to do. And it's basically like, oh, he wandered off and he was never heard from again. That's <laughs> like, oh, okay. Well, there you go. I got another ending. Um, but but like the main story endings that are going to get you uh yeah well basically just explain the story and really what to get a full uh look at everything that this game is trying to do i believe it's these it's these five endings which are the two that you get you know for the first playthrough kind of a thing where it's the same thing and then yeah. the three that you can get from the portion that happens after that so Anyway, still in the beginning of the third portion, you know, however you want to split that up, but that's pretty cool. Um, in terms of just backlog beatdown twenty twenty one, I did pick up a game. Um I found on sale at Walmart Astral Chain was oh, uh, yeah. they were clearancing that out. Uh they had two I copies. Should
0: have, I should have told you to just buy the other one for me. <sighs> and I'd send you the money. But
1: Dang then i totally should have now i feel like a jerk because i bought two copies and then i immediately sold one on no, ebay i would have done the same to make thing make some money back like, <laughs> it, like
0: it, well that, that's the thing is like i probably should have just say hey like pick me up the other one dude and i'll afford you the cash or whatever yeah so
1: ah uh, well that's i shame. wasn't
0: i would don't don't worry about it man don't worry about it yeah I, well now that you mention it so like the thing is like basically i got my score to negative five. five. Mm-hmm then i played minute beat minute and then i bought a game called ashend.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, <laughs> um, yeah that i i'm going to play parker and i're going to play through it at some point in time. oh
1: nice. So okay.
0: that's it was a it's a multiplayer pickup so like the points for okay. minute just like it was like there goes that. Boop. yeah. I'm like yeah, there goes that one. so
1: <laughs> and uh yeah. cool. Um, but yeah astral chain at 25 bucks that's like way cheaper than i've ever seen it and i was excited for that game when it first came out and it's funny because i'm playing a platinum game right now you know near was made by platinum or the you know kind of makes
0: really cool like adventure action games kind of like this year i think i am going to sit down and finally play through uh what is that
1: vanquish okay okay yeah i haven't played that one but i've heard good things so it's a fun time um but yeah so so i was stoked to finally pick up yeah, uh yeah, Astral sure, even if sure. i wasn't you know planning on it per se i was just really surprised that it dude, was that cheap
0: well dude that's a heck of a deal because like you could you probably turned around and sold um That other one you bought for like (laughs) 60 bones, didn't you? Uh,
1: It was, I intentionally kind of sold it low. Um, I posted it up for 45. Someone offered me 40 and I was like, okay, cool. So I made a quick, you know, 15 bucks off it. So I essentially paid 10 bucks for my copy. Yeah. So, you know, it was was nice and easy. Um, And then I was also, we talked about it a little bit, but I was gifted uh, a copy of Control. So we'll see that may come up later this year. We, we might play through that game and that is, might talk we, about it. A little we we we'll are,
0: we are trying to figure out the logistics on that one. Mm-hmm. So yes, 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 um, yes.
1: So I've got that on PC. I did fire it up just real quick, just to test the settings. And uh turns out if I want anything higher than 60 frames per second, I have to turn it to low. So it is a very graphically intensive game. And low didn't look bad for the five minutes that I played, but well, you know, we'll see. I just well, thought, I just thought it was funny. The
0: ray tracing.
1: Not, no, no, there is an option for ray tracing. I can't.
0: If, if I can't, cause well, full disclosure listeners, like the, the goal is I'd like to get a PS five sometime this year. And that's mm. how I want to play control, but mm-hmm. it may turn into one of those things where I, I have heard that the cloud edition from on because it's on the switch i've heard that that wait what yes it's a cloud version it's like it's basically a like it's what they did with like resident evil seven seven in japan so i've heard that it runs reasonably well so that might be something that i check out
1: wow i had no idea that was even released that's crazy. But yeah, that makes sense. If you play it on the cl- Wow. Huh. Well. You learn something new? Every day. Um not so saying that's, that's
0: what I will do. That's what I <laughs> might do.
1: It's an option. Yeah. We can yeah. you can take a look at it. Um that's all in terms of video games. Really haven't played much of anything. I have been listening to a few books, um, outside of, you know, reading for class and scripture and things like that. But I've also been listening to scripture, which is, which is pretty nice to get overviews of different books. That's, that's been really cool. And then you can like really take it, or when things jump out at you, it's like, man, that's... Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, but the books I've been listening to, again, mentioned a little bit, so I won't go into uh, it, a ton here, but Amazon is banning certain books. And so I immediately just went and, and checked them out from the library, um, one called uh, When Harry Became Sally. Uh, by Ryan T. Anderson. Um, it's basically just about transgenderism, I guess, and sort of the cultural moment and how, um, just ways ways to think about it, a reasoned defense of why, um, of how to s- socially, how we ought to think about transgenderism, if that makes sense. Um, and then another book by him, it was co-authored by him, it's called What is Marriage?, And it was a really interesting book. I liked it, but it was intentionally not, um, it did not, so it's argumentation as to what marriage is and why it is only between a man and a woman and why the government ought to recognize it, if that makes sense. Um, And it intentionally says at the beginning of the book that it does not use any uh, biblical arguments. Like it's not mm. trying to, to, to root any of it in scripture. It's, it's simply like um, more like for policy and for cultural reasons. Mm-hmm. And, and so it reasons from that. And so I was like immediately at the beginning of the book kind of disappointed, like, oh, well then what are you actually going to say about it? Th- but he makes some strong arguments. And yeah. I was actually really impressed for what he could. As a Christian, I think there are stronger arguments rooted in creation but um it's actually really fascinating how much you can pull just from looking at what God has created. Um not that I well, would recommend, you know, divorcing him from it, but still.
0: I've heard and I've heard a, an argument for, you know, marriage defined as a man and a woman and mm-hmm. why because it is basically it is the foundational building block of society. Mhm. Like yep. It is basically the smallest unit on which a society can be built. Yeah, is is a man and a woman potentially? Mm-hmm. You know, the the family is the smallest sort of social unit, and right is and and as such is is necessary. It's the only social unit that's actually necessary for, mm-hmm. for everything. else. Like it's yeah, I've I've heard some arguments, and it yeah, it's like it's like yeah when you. Like there's an argument that can be made just from a, a materialist perspective mm-hmm. for for why this is not only good but necessary and why it ought to be protected.
1: Yeah, it, yeah, and even yeah, even the definition of it. Um. So yeah, it was it. I was I was surprised at how much I did end up enjoying it. I'll I'll put it that way. And it's a short little book too. Both of them aren't very long, but that one was shorter. Um, And then I started, uh, just last night, uh, Jordan Peterson's new book, uh, Beyond Order, 12 More Rules for Life. Um, And it's interesting. I like Peterson. I like Mm. the big ideas that he wrestles with. Um, I I do also like the way that he can read into so many stories, if that makes sense. Well, Um,
0: that's a Jungian archetypical stuff, mm -hmm. man. It's like, he just... like. What him and Young both did, and the Carl Jung, Uh-huh. yeah, you know, Carl. But what they both did is sort of recognize that, and I think that like the the precept guys will sort of like the you know will sort of like all stories are God's stories. Mm-hmm. But like there's really like I've I've heard it said there's really only like eight stories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a, a writer at at some point in time said that, and yeah. so what young and by proxy uh jordan peterson have sort of done is sort of pulled out those you know eight or ten stories that are sort of like woven throughout every culture and they pull out the the mores and Mm -hmm. the different sort of like and and it's it's pretty ingenious yeah and and they say like it's not really important like the specifics of the story which to a certain extent, like I think we can sort of affirm. I think where we differ is that there are certain stories that are told where the details actually matter. Oh like, yes, yeah. Like for, I mean, especially, and I'm just I'm saying, speaking contextually as a Christian, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like we, I think a lot of times we don't always think about this, but we are making a historical claim, mm-hmm. like a, a a claim about historical facts, like we're saying, mm-hmm. like that God you know, roughly 2000 years ago, you know, allowed you know, stepped into flesh, you know, became yeah. the incarnation. He became a baby. He lived as a man. He died, you know, he lived perfectly the, the perfect life. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. but there's like, but we're making like certain historical claims. Right. And so like the, there, the details do matter in that story, yes. but yeah. there, I think it is, there's also sort of like it's sort of brilliant in acknowledging that there's wisdom like and that these these things are these stories are meant to teach mm-hmm. and um yeah
1: yeah 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 there's lots of symbolism or symbology um no that's uh that's oh gosh what is that movie
0: freaking the some some boondock saints
1: the Boondock Saints. That's is, exactly what oh, I'm dude, thinking. Oh, dude, that of. movie, like, uh,
0: so <laughs> you've got you 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 brought that up. Here's the thing about that movie: mm-hmm. is when I was uh, like 21, 22, I thought that was the Bee's knees. Mm-hmm. It's a hot pile of trash. Really, it's not great. Hmm. It's like cinematically, it's kind of like it's just like I think like the it's an interesting script and that's about it. Okay. And it's like, it's not shot. Well, it's, and they're like story beats and stuff. And it's just like, there, there are a few points that
1: are like pretty neat, but. Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, it, I liked his, uh, well, the, I think the characters in general were good. From what I remember, it has been a very long time since I, I've seen I would Oh just, man when they killed the cat. Uh, I'm, but. I'm
0: going to challenge you to go mm-hmm. back and watch it okay and because yeah. there, there's Let's stuff see. where you're just gonna watch it like now and it's just like oh that's <laughs> not great and it's like it's it's very much a product of its time that's what yeah. i'll say yeah like totally. and i don't think it ages all that well
1: mm-hmm. yeah makes sense Cool. Um uh, well that's really all I had to report on but because I didn't have anywhere else to to kind of throw this in I'm going to two quick anecdotes and the first one Antidote, what? anecdote what anecdotes Hi, why can't I talk this is so weird uh the two edge anecdotes. of distinction <laughs> yes exactly brink <laughs> Brink of distinction. Oh, yes, the brink of uh, distinction, yes. <laughs> Someone take this microphone away because we're, we're all these things it's, are being we're, recorded. We're, we're, uh, we're,
0: falling, we're just like, you know what this is, is like years from now, this is going yikes. to be sort of an audio log of two men falling apart. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go. That's exactly what this is. And and you can't even tell that these, these are two old men because I was about to talk about uh, how I've been listening to a lot of ultraman music lately um, for various reasons i will just say that at least from the ultraman that i have seen um the the japanese people really don't go halfway on hardly anything the the theme songs for their kids television shows kick so much butt it's crazy like mm. it, it is it is insane some of these songs i was i was talking about this with my brother the other day is that you get so so for certain ultraman like ginga and ginga s in particular um you get you know a minute maybe a minute and a half of this theme song when you start an episode but the full song that was written is like five or six minutes and goes off, it like layers, especially the Genga one, like layers on top of each other, uh, on top of itself, and has like all these really cool vocal lines. The one for Genga S, like in the middle of the song, just goes into a bridge that like throws the time signature out the window and it sounds like a boss battle from a Final Fantasy game. Like it is insane. There are guitar solos all over the place. And I'm just like, how is it, How is this a kids' TV show theme song? when it it, it's so awesome it doesn't make any sense and i love it um so some yeah some of the standouts theme to ginga is fantastic the theme to ginga s is really really good uh the thing to zet i mean come on uh that one's fantastic Uh, basically the japanese bruce yes chant my name there you go they got some japanese guy who sounds like bruce dickinson from uh, iron maiden to sing this song it's fantastic uh, and then also I'm digging the themes to um, the Ultra Galaxy Fight series. So the Ultra Galaxy Fight, um, The Absolute Conspiracy, I'd say uh, that one. I really like it. It's called, and it's more J-pop. It's definitely more J-pop. It's not quite as, as guitar Is that the heavy. one it's
0: it's like something. Zero
1: to Infinity. Zero to Infinity. Is what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. That one really pumped I, I me up. I watched
0: the video for that and I was like, all right. All was right. it the
1: guy dancing in yeah, the lights? That, yes. That part yes. was
0: really like, it's the, it's got like the weird lights everywhere, like in a mm-hmm. circle. And he's like dancing and has like, Yep. at one point in time, I, I'm pretty sure he had a fedora or something. I was like, what the, what is, <laughs> why, why would he, like the, like, this is not a good video, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, but
1: it's it's kind of like a it, it's funny because like it's it's the theme song to an Ultraman TV show you know like mm-hmm. what is he doing? But I think it was kind of like a not a crossover, but you know he's got like a musical career as well as his voice acting, and so I think it was it was sort of like both of those kind of converging in order to put out the single. But uh regardless, I do really like the song, even if it is more electronic J-pop than I have, uh, some of the other ones.
0: I have been watching. I'm I'm like on the fourth or fifth. Ultraman Z.
1: Okay, yes, episode. I've heard it's really good, but yeah, I want to watch. I think through... I'm
0: pretty much to the point where I was before, and now okay. it's just like now I just need to sort of like stick with it and watch it to the end.
1: Nice. But that's like nice. I'll
0: tell you what. That's one of those series that I think like as soon as it comes out on Blu-ray, like
1: yeah, yeah,
0: Daddy Nate's gonna snap.
1: <laughs> it will be mine it will Ultra,
0: al- alternate will totally snatch. It <laughs> alternate.
1: Will I love it. I love All it. Right. Uh, cause actually in, in zero to infinity, he says ultimate and he pronounces it ultimate. So alternate. That's awesome. Um, and then the only other, uh, anecdote, cause I can talk, um, is that square Enix has released a few albums to Spotify. One in particular that I wanted to call out is there is an album that is final fantasy original final fantasy music remixed in this um this really popular lo-fi style that, oh. that if you've ever heard of it lo-fi hip hop or chill hop yeah. if you've heard of it fan flipping tastic it it can get a little weird there's one that's more like reggae sound i think it's the chocobo theme yeah but that, um,
0: i mean some of that lo-fi stuff can be a little
1: I I dig it. I dig it as like background yeah, I music. I put it awesome. on when I'm uh, writing for school and stuff is like it? that. It is it is good stuff. It's got like an anime girl on the front of it. Like I I don't know why, but uh, that album is really good. I dropped a link in the Discord earlier this week.
0: Somebody can get me the name of that album or whatever. Like I'm
1: Square Enix chill out arrangement tracks around eighties mix is what it's called. I know, that's dumb. But it is, yeah, it's all original Final Fantasy music.
0: Oh, okay, wait, I'm looking at this right now. Yeah, uh, it, Chill Out Arrangement Tracks, 80s mix. But that's the lo-fi hip-hop one?
1: Yep. Okay. Yeah, you would not be able to tell from the... the, from I'm, the I'm down for uh, stuff like that. Yeah, check it out. It's good. It's good to chill, to. So... Uh that's all I've got. So, um one more quick shout
0: out before and I meant to and I I did mention this in the bro hang, but uh this month's PlayStation Plus games phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy 7 remake, um mm-hmm. faux free. Uh that's got me sort of like, yeah, okay, like I might check this thing out way mm-hmm. sooner than I actually anticipated. <laughs> um but and and I had mentioned this in the bro hang, but uh Eric Bryant reached out to me today. You know, friend of the show, patron, uh, the judge himself. Uh, He Mm -hmm. is going to be playing some Remnant, and he and I will probably be playing some of that together because I really dig that game. It's a free game, boys and girls. It is free this month. If you have PS Plus, there's no reason to not freaking like. If you play it and you don't like it, what's wrong with you? Like, like <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and tell you like remnant is the greatest game of this generation, but this game is really, really great. It's like, mm. th- it's, it's not like it's problem free. There's some stuff where after a while you're like, yeah, you can sort of see like some of the weak spots after a bit, but it's freaking great. Like I, like I'm pumped. Like, so nice. get on it, boys and girls, get on it, get
1: on it and play it with a
0: friend or two Sounds,
1: sounds like a good time you know what else is a good time this other podcast that our friend runs hey there I'm Wes and I run the Henshin Dab Podcast if you don't know what that is well it's a one man show where I talk about all the things that you need to know about the tokusatsu genre from Japan If you've seen shows like Power Rangers and Ultraman, then you've seen Tokusatsu. And I just happen to think those types of shows are pretty cool. So come on over and take a listen as I discuss all the current and retro happenings in the genre. You can find it over at anchor.fm forward slash henshin dad. I'll see you there. And don't forget, henshin a go-go, baby. E Welcome back after that long hiatus with some pretty fantastic music, if I do uh, say so myself. But today, uh, episode 72, we are going to be talking about gaming and watching. You know, those little handheld... No, we're not talking about Nintendo's handheld systems. We're
0: not talking about that 50, that $50 alarm clock that you can mm-hmm. play OG Super Mario Brothers on or whatever.
1: Yes, yes, that one. It's yeah, pretty cool. It's pretty cool, but no, we're not. We're but not going to be talking about that. Fifty dollars, cool, right? That's that. That's the difficulty. That's the difficulty. But I don't, you know, you you do you. I shall say, you do you. You do you. Um, but today we're going to be talking. Well, I want to explain why we're going to be talking about shows about games and watching games, games and watching. Um, it, it, it simply uh, dawned on me. It, well, I'll say I just watch a, a lot of YouTube. Okay. I'll, put, I'll just throw that out there. Um, I was watching, you know, we, we tend to, Nate and I tend to discuss, you know, what are some topics we want to talk about later? I was watching a um, a series retrospective on the Contra series, and it was like 30 minutes, 45 minutes, something like that. And like halfway through it, I stopped and I just like, do you ever have one of those moments where you like question what you're doing and you try and like justify it or like explain it to someone else who has no idea Um, just to see like the absurdity of the moment. I was like,
0: so you, you ran sort of a hypothetical or theoretical sort of situation in your head and you're like, if somebody walked into the room right now and said, Josh, what are you doing and why are you doing it? mm -hmm. You were like, how would I answer, you know, propose like, like, you know, this question. So you you basically said like, if somebody came in right now, said, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. How would I respond?
1: Yes. And it was, you know, the fact that I was watching a retrospective series on Contra. And what dawned on me then is that this is such a, a niche Topic, and I like these nerdy things like this is the, that's kind of my wheelhouse when I go to and that's that's probably why this this podcast tends to be kind of like a long form real like we try and over explain things. Um, part of it is that we're, we're great at being bad at brevity. There's that. Yes, definitely. But I just feel like there's so much to to say <laughs> about a lot of different topics. Um, and so we don't tend to do overviews that well. Uh, we kind of get into the nitty gritty uh, of a lot of things, and so that's kind of the the type of thing that I like to to watch as well. and so watching this this video and like realizing what I was doing, it also uh the thought crossed my mind of like I never had anything close to this growing up, yep. you know like the the video game landscape I mean, okay, there was the stigma of like, yeah, video games are for nerds anyway, you know that uh, you know th- that was clearing up, but it's, it's, it's different nowadays. I'm the old man in the room, uh, where, I'm an old just, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a little different. Whereas like now you say you play video games and no one cares, but like there was, there was a little bit of a stigma and, and just the idea of video games in any other, like outside of the realm of video games, like the idea of making a documentary about video games just sounded completely asinine. Uh, for multiple reasons. And so I, I was just thinking about like, what is the type of media that came out, you know, talking about video games? And there, there's a number of different things. And and so just looking at how the landscape has changed is kind of what I wanted to discuss, you know, throw around a little bit uh here this evening. So to kind of set the stage, I want to ask, Nate, what do you remember in terms of like watching shows or movies or any, anything like that, that revolved around video. Do you remember anything like that when you were younger?
0: Um, well, I mean, when I was a kid, there was the super Mario brothers, super show, Mm -hmm. which was not great. We've got, uh, well,
1: excuse me, princess. (laughs) Princess. uh,
0: Yep, That version, we got that version of link, which was, uh, I, at the time as a kid, I was like, this is awesome. Exactly.
1: Because it's what we had. Yeah. Right. It was like, you're acknowledging a video game.
0: Yeah. Now I kind of look at it as been like, uh, this is, that was hot trash. and uh, (laughs) I liked hot trash. Sweet. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, we had the, the Super Mario brothers movie and stuff like that. But like, I mean, as far as like. I remember a few years ago and it was probably well when I say a few years ago I mean like 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I was at a buddy's place or and uh, he was like yeah, he's like, we were watching TV and he was like have you seen this yet and he flipped over and he turned on G4 TV.
2: Mhm. Yep.
0: And I was I was kind of blown away because like here's an entire channel and of course it only had like five programs and it just played <laughs> like the same five episodes all day long but you you know talk like you had these shows like attack of the show and uh Mm x-play and stuff like that where they're talking about you know game news they're covering doing like some game review stuff just talking like general nerd culture uh that kind of stuff in general and i was like oh that's that's pretty cool honestly like sort of (laughs) like i had a little bit of a joke but it's like you know we used to have a a version of watching other people play video games. It's like when my <laughs> older cousins would come over and basically I would have to watch them play, <laughs> play, mm-hmm. play my Nintendo, you yes. know, or it's yeah. like when I went over to their house and I would have to watch them play their Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and then, you know, for, for my younger siblings, it was like the game and watch was, they would watch me play Nintendo. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> And, uh, but that yeah i mean there just wasn't anything even like this and and i remember as a kid even it's like you know like when my cousins were playing you you watched because you were sort of like you were invested in the game but it was like Mm -hmm. i don't know man like, I'll, I'll be honest, like, and I know it's sort of like the dominant form, the dominant medium, and it's not all that happens with, with Twitch streaming and stuff like that, but just the idea of watching other people play video games and like their commentary over top of mm-hmm. it. I'm Like one, I don't really have a relationship with that person and I don't care to like, sort of like invest in a false relationship. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, I'm an old man. Don't just dis- no. Like hard path, but I got enough friends, uh, Ninja. I don't need your stupid, bad haircut, you know, (laughs) you know, and your crappy dye job with your dumb headband, um, (laughs) sort of like pretending to be like my buddy. Um, we, I mean, and you and I have talked about like, I'm just not big on television period. Like I watch Mm -hmm. a show or two at a time, if that, and it's like, watching stuff like it basically with the screens on it's because like, and I'm like, I might be watching a movie or a show, but it's like mm-hmm. most of the time if, if I have the TV on it's cause I'm going to play a video game. Like, yeah. And I don't, I, I, I mean, I've tried streaming too. And it's like, like the, there's just, I think there's a certain type of person that can talk and play video games at the same time. Mm-hmm. i am I'm not that person. I can barely talk most of the time, so like <laughs> asking me to talk and play video games at the same time, even games that I know really well. I'm just mm-hmm. kind of like I just kind of like it's it's very natural for me to just sort of lapse into silence and yeah uh, yeah, and but it just doesn't do like I just look at it and it's like it doesn't do anything for me and it 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 is one of those things where it sort of boggles my mind when i my nieces and nephews like like they're, they're all jazzed about watching somebody else play a video game. I'm just going like, Mm -hmm. you, 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 you have a, you know, it's like, for me, I'm like, you have a switch, you have a PlayStation, you can just play that game. You don't have to watch him. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Mm -hmm. but yeah, so this is an interesting topic because you know full disclosure for the audience uh Josh and I were sort of joking the only things i really watch on youtube are pitch meeting snl clips and ultraman episodes <laughs> and that's the bulk of what i watch on yeah you know.
1: Th- those are all good things though so i mean I, know, I mean occasionally
0: that. i will watch something like the the completionist has made yeah. his but that's like he sort of does like that in depth and he talks about like hundred percent in games and stuff like that so right but those are even sort of a rare thing for me and i used Mm -hmm. to like i used to like yahtzee um
1: okay okay
0: from uh the escapist Mm -hmm. but but yeah yeah
1: Yeah. Yeah. not i just don't have much
0: i just don't have much to contribute here just because like i'm just like not super big on it i'm like it doesn't mm-hmm. make sense to me. And I'm kind of like, it's, it's interesting from just a purely theor- theoretical sort of perspective.
1: But Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. Um, yeah. The, so starting back at where we started, um, what, what I had, you know, asked you at first about like what the shows were like when you were younger, I'd, I'd say it's, it was really similar for me too. It was like super Mario super show. And it was awesome because I was a dumb kid. And I feel like it was also um, from the production With, oh, standpoint.
0: I I feel like if we are going to like, and I, this is my bad and I don't mean to interrupt, but mm-hmm. we are going to reference the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. We need to just say, to bro- hey, bro- Caplu bro- cat- bro- cat- bro- Albano, best, best live action Mario. <laughs> Hats off to you, sir.
1: Yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, I did like uh, th- funny, funny little... Anecdote: My parents actually really liked the Super Mario Brothers movie. And so we watched that a bunch. And my parents don't like video games in general. Um, So it's funny that they actually enjoyed that movie quite a bit. So I watched it a bunch growing up. Um, So I do have like a special place in my heart knowing that the movie's garbage, but still enjoying it. Uh, so I can't think of that actor's name. Why can't I think of that actor's name? But um, I want to say Bob place. Hoskins, but I don't. Yes, think Bob, there you go. Is it there Bob Hoskins? Go. Hoskins. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh wow. Uh, he's a really great actor, and I like him in that movie. But yeah, he's not really Mario. <laughs> None of the characters are really any of their characters. <laughs> Listen,
0: anytime you like a casting choice, hey, let's uh, John Leguizamo as Luigi. <laughs> An Italian plumber. <laughs> I'm like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I he's, he's, he's might be olive skinned, sort of in a oh, way, uh, oh but, uh, not very Mer- Mediterranean.
1: At yeah. All. Yeah. And then no, like not-
0: just the whole, the Mario, Mario and Luigi Mario thing. Mm. I'm just going.
1: That's bad. That's really bad. Cause also don't they, don't they talk about in the movie how like he adopted Luigi? Uh, so he's kind of more of his dad than his brother. It's, it's, it's yeah, no, it's. it's- garbage hard dumb nothing yes yes yeah. and the goombas are huge why are the goombas huge it doesn't make sense well they're not they're not uh, mushroom
0: people they're right they're weird do dinosaurs
1: in the game a goomba is a creature with a tiny tiny body and legs and a big head in the movie it's a creature with a big body and a tiny head <laughs> why would you do that why do you, i don't yeah anyways anyways this very very dumb movie absolute um, power corrupts absolutely but, man
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah yeah that is definitely a um an argument for total depravity The uh, super mario <laughs> brothers movie um but but what it, i think also that kind of um goes to my point is that these things that we were given that are even referencing video games uh it was, well, on the one hand, again, from the production standpoint, I think it was a cash grab. It's like, oh, these video game things are popular. Let's make something like that. Um, but then from the standpoint of a dumb kid, I'm like, oh, these things reference things that I enjoy. So it has to be good, right? Like I have to enjoy it because I enjoy the things that it's referencing, the things that it's talking about. And so even though they were a pretty terrible um, By and large, anything that that was any type of video game on TV, anything covering any video games was not very good quality in general. Um, Whereas you fast forward to today and there's all kinds of stuff. And and one of the things that I wanted to talk about um, primarily around YouTube were more of like the documentary style videos. Because again, I'm coming at this from the point of, hey, I was watching a retrospective on Contra. (laughs) like this, this crazy niche topic um, where this guy, you know, the the guy who's, who's produced this documentary is, is talking about, you know, the history behind it and the games themselves and kind of giving an overview of the different games, the differences between the American versions, the, uh, the PAL versions, right? The European versions where they're all robots and it's not called Contra. It's called Probotector. Crazy um and then also the differences between the arcades and the home versions and things like that and how no- nothing would ever go that deep when i was younger maybe it's just there wasn't an audience i don't know part of it's probably because of the way that that um content is produced nowadays even the fact that you call it content or that i call it in content instead of just like you know videos or tv or something you, like that
0: just a quick mm-hmm. question though how much of that do you think is maybe just because information i think about this stuff is way more accessible
1: yeah yeah that's that's a good point that's a, yeah that's a really good point I'm, because I'm telling
0: you like if they they would have done a show like mm-hmm. that was just like all about like the history of mega man when i was a kid and do like weird deep dives into some like the i would have been all about that or
1: see the question though is yeah, and I don't disagree with you. You would have been all about that. I probably would have too, because it would have had some sort of video game on it. Um, but do you think, by and large, it would have actually done well? That's the question. Uh, I, like, I mean, I don't I think no,
0: dude. Because well, here's here's the thing. All of the sort of like nascent nerddom, mm-hmm. it was just waiting. Like I mean, like like dude, like legitimately, the the sort of like. The the ascendancy of geek culture has mm-hmm. basically. I mean, you're talking about people who would have been sort of prime consumer markets, kids, thirty mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah, and it's like, y- y- you know, I remember That's even true. as a teenager, like we would get, you know, I had friends who would get like video game magazines, and we just pour over them. Yeah, Like with all like the weird, you know, import export rumors and also like all sorts of like, you know, just like anything to like, Mm -hmm. it's there, it was, it wasn't that there wasn't a demand for this stuff. Or I I honestly think that like, you know, I think honestly looking at it, I think like something like G4 TV came to the table too Mm -hmm. late.
1: Okay. Like, I
0: I think if it had launched something like that had launched like five, 10 years earlier.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it would have, and I mean, like, yeah. Well, and it's it's weird because G four TV, G four is still they're they're making a comeback, but it's all gonna be like YouTube content now or something like that. Oh, okay. Huh. I don't, I don't know what what the deal is, but I'm just like, do we even need that anymore? Like, right? Because yeah, I don't think like because I I think what you they're gonna try and bank on is like personalities, like uh, mm-hmm. uh, what is it? Well, we got the, uh, Adam Sessler, but what, what's the other one? The oh, other is one.
1: he coming back?
0: Yeah. Oh, that's surprising. Which, and it's like, <laughs> because like, here's the thing, like he's super toxic and it's not just oh, like, is he? he's like, if you check out his stuff on Twitter, I used to follow him mm-hmm. on Twitter. And then yeah. it was like, if you tweeted something that he didn't like, he would just like go after people like, like a loony bin. Like gotcha. crazy person, like just nasty, nasty piece of work kind of stuff. So it's like it, he to me like there's some serious psychological something that he's not dealing with. But I'm, I'm trying gotcha. to think, uh, Kevin, host of Attack of the Show. Uh, okay, but like him, the, I, I think they're kind of like hoping that they'll be able to do some like, you know, bank on the like. Well, we have these personalities, and I'm like, ah, I don't yeah. know, I don't know if that's going to be enough, but. But okay. uh, but I do have to like I said I just do have to wonder that maybe like if something like that hadn't been done on a big network type of level if there mm-hmm. if, I think there would have been a market for it cuz I mean like like I said when you look at just sort of again the ascendancy of nerd culture today like biggest gross we talked about them earlier but the like highest some of the highest grossing movies of all time uh, and one of the biggest franchises of all time marvel mm-hmm. like who who read comic books the same nerds who were reading freaking you know yeah the, yeah like yeah, nintendo power enough. and egm and what you know whatever computer gaming monthly what, whatever like whatever uh and anyways i th- that's just a weird side tangent where
1: like no, no, I no, I think that's that's like exactly where I wanted to go too is is you mentioned g four t v and I've seen a few things from them, and my impression that I've gotten from their type of content is very similar to like this sounds bad, but like the ad loops that play when you go into gamestop,
0: oh, uh. you know. Those are the best. Let me tell you, as someone who works for GameStop for a number of years, I hated those then. Uh, the the few times that I have sullied, you know, the GameStop mm. door with, you know, I've sullied them with my presence, uh, mm-hmm. I have just find that. that you're there for 10 minutes and you've heard the same Ex- ad 5 times.
1: That yeah, that's that's the problem is it's so dang short. Um in in general, but it's like it's not it's not poor production quality. It's higher no. production quality, but again, this is my impression. You can correct me if I'm wrong. It seems like it's much more generalized. It's much more like overviews of certain things. Um and which is not again not a bad thing. Again, something I would have enjoyed had I been able to, you know, watch it, been able to actually tune in. Um, but it doesn't fit this same kind of niche, like deep dive type things that are available nowadays. Um, it's much more like broad. It's, it's to like, oh, you play a video game, okay, you'll be interested in these things, kind of a thing, as opposed to uh, some of the things, yeah, again, you can go into. Like, you can have the whole mother series explained to you, um, but just, you know, with a few YouTube searches and all kinds of uh, deep dive content that, uh, again, primarily YouTube is what I'm thinking about because that's where I go to um, whenever I'm... It's basically like whenever I'm doing chores around the house or doing something, making dinner or something like that, I'll just have YouTube going um, and watching, you know, some... A number of different content creators, and it's not all video games, obviously, but that's what we're talking about here today. So, um, there are a lot. I think, I think, kind of the, um, I was gonna say pinnacle, but that might not be the right word, but sort of the the, the high mark, I would say, if you're into these real like documentary style, like deep dives on kind of the history of games, is a, a channel called the Gaming Historian he has some really good stuff um, where he, like he has a, I want to say it's like 30, maybe 45 minute video on the making of Super Mario Brothers 3. And it's just, it's fantastic. I mean, it's like, seriously, the quality that you could get, you know, from like a Netflix quality stuff that he does. And he has a Patreon, you know, and and so he's supported uh, that way. Uh, But it's that type of content that um, is it's it's really cool to see how it's gone, th- just the landscape of watching video, you know some some way of of uh, recognizing that other people enjoy video games too <laughs> um, through video content. like from crazy cartoons to now, it's actually like taking these deep dives and learning more about the history. And about like different uh, different series of video games that you wouldn't have heard about otherwise. Yeah. So, were you going to say something? No, no, I'm just okay.
0: It it is interesting to see where it's gone. And like like I said, I do sort of appreciate like sometimes I want to sort of like dig into you know maybe a games history or whatever. And that's mm-hmm. that's not. Like sometimes even when we're we're talking like I've used a few of these, like, you know, again, like the completionist and a couple yes. others. Like I've yeah. I've checked out a few of them just to like sort of get some other perspectives. I think it's helpful to uh, mm-hmm. you know, I know there's some, you know, content creators who don't mm-hmm. really pay too much attention to other people in uh, you know, the same you know there are a couple guys that i listen to that sort of make it a point to not listen to anybody else's coverage or whatever and that's that's fine that's like that's that's a take that's a way to do it and and some of those guys do really well just because Mm -hmm. like and that's what their audience is after they're not after but what i found is that i think it's helpful to come at stuff from like multiple angles i mean like Mm -hmm. and uh You know, like I obviously have a perspective about certain things, but even like, you know, it's, it's helpful to sort of like get a different set of eyes or sometimes like, you know, I just want to know a little, like, you know, I do like the completionist just because like, there's a part of me that's like, and here's, here's, I guess, like what I like about his videos is that sort of vicariously I can sort of, you know, enter into the the completionist sort of like headspace and you mm-hmm. know and um which there's there's a part of me that's into that like I mean like I, I've probably mentioned it on the podcast before but uh dragon Quest 8 which is my favorite Dragon quest uh
2: mm-hmm.
0: had easily like 200 250 hours of that <laughs> I like did also like I did all sorts of like grinding had like like all the best gear, fought all the secret bosses, got the super secret ending, all that stuff. Um, yeah. So it's... <laughs> but I'm at a point now in sort of just in my life where it's like, I don't mind spending that kind of time. I mean, like, dude, like, I dumped, what was it? 80 hours, 70, 80 hours into Hades. So it's like, I'm not opposed <laughs> to like spending time in a game Mm -hmm. but those 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 sort of experiences are few and far between anymore yeah like like you know yeah so and it's yeah man it's like there is a way and i think even for like kids like and i was just thinking about it like you know for kids watching someone who's really good at fortnite there there might be some like they're sort of like watching them to sort of like learn their strategies, but I wonder how much of it is sort of like a, you know, like, so I'm, I, I live in Western Pennsylvania. We're, we're big. This is like st- prime Steeler country. And mm. like one of the things that, like I've heard said pr- particularly about Pittsburgh fans, but I think it probably could apply to lots of different football fans. But, um, and, and I'm included in this camp because I, I like the Steelers, uh, but mm. It's like sometimes when fans talk about the game they're like yeah we really suck last night. It's like you were on your couch or you were at a <laughs> you were at a bar sucking down chicken chicken wings. Like you didn't suck the team sucked. But it is that sort of like that vicarious sort of identification there where mm-hmm. it's like maybe by watching somebody like Ninja or who you know Ninja's the only one or PewDiePie course i don't know if pewdiepie like pewdiepie is is, yeah anyways like (laughs) that dude's like anyway but it's like maybe watching somebody like that or like your favorite streamer it's like you can vicariously sort of experience the thrills of their victories and Mm -hmm. losses and stuff like that i don't know but or maybe you're just learning like i i know for a while when i was trying to like get good at overwatch i would watch like other Mm -hmm. people play And then I realized I just had absolutely no time for that. I was like, I'm not going to put in the time to get good at this game.
1: Yeah. 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 That's, that's definitely an element to it. And I think we're in the same boat with streaming in general is that neither of us really, well, we don't follow any streamers in general, you know, outside of just like our friends. Hey, if they're playing something, then cool. I'll, I'll tune in for a little bit. Um, but that whole, that culture, I don't want to I don't want to downplay it but I will definitely say I don't understand it either. Um I th- there's a part of me that's like okay in the context of like my friends I like that person and so yeah it would be fun to check in to see what they're playing. Yeah. But to to have someone oh I play, you know, Rainbow Six Siege and then go in and just like watch him every time he's playing. That sounds super boring to me. Like I, I don't want to watch someone playing one game, you know, like a handful of games. And, and there have been times, I say that, I have uh, I think I've talked about it on the podcast before. But like when I was first playing Dark Souls, uh, Game Informer did a whole series on Dark Souls where someone who had never played the game was playing it along with someone else in the room who was really, like, super into Dark Souls. And so it was fun to, like, hear their banter, watch him die a ton. And I was watching that, like, basically I would play, and then I would watch up to the point in the game where I had played, because I didn't want anything spoiled, but at the same time, like, it was fun to watch how someone else did it and something like that. And their banter was really funny. Um, So I could kind of see going back to watch... You know them play something like that, but I I don't, I don't know. Yeah, following someone, especially in like an esports context, is just it's just not my thing. So I can't really say much about it. Um, that kind of thing, you know. Wes mentioned on the Discord uh, about Nick Arcade and how that was kind of like the progenitor of streaming because you got to watch people play video games. Um, I sorry Wes I don't really know Nick Arcade I've heard of it before uh, but I can't say I've ever watched it so um, I'm not too familiar with it from what I saw it looked a lot like that movie The Wizard at the end of the where you watch the kids playing the games which again that, that movie is also lumped into those uh, other things that, that we talked about mm-hmm. I loved it freaking loved it as a kid and it is an hour and a half long commercial it's it's just it's really just like shoving with, with games a, in your face, like buy Super these Martyr things.
0: Brothers three reveal at the end. Oh,
1: so cool! Thank you, Fred Savage. Um, but yeah, I I still yeah, the, the, it's, I'm very nostalgic for that movie. I enjoy it. I did watch that one. Gosh, it's probably been like seven years ago now, but I did watch it with my wife, um and we had a good time watching it. So does it? hold up. It holds up knowing that it's like an hour and a half long commercial. So sure. Why not? Um, Anyways, uh, so streaming, yeah, don't quite understand it. Don't get it. But I don't want to say there's like no merit to it because I do think, um well, I, okay, I'll put it this way. There, I'm of two minds. Okay. Because I think that like internet interaction, digital interaction, I don't think is a net negative no, i yeah, think there yeah. are good things about in it obviously we do this podcast digitally um but i think it should only serve to bolster real relationships and not the relationships and well, digital that's, relationships that's aren't real of, but
0: no i think i think what you're hitting on is like so there are certain like online communities that sort of okay like and it's i'm not trying to like throw a ton of shade but like there's there is an organization, a games media company or whatever, a bunch of influencers Mm -hmm. that call their fans the best friends. And it's like, so there is sort of like this inclusive community and it sort of gives people like a false, in my opinion, like a false sense of intimacy and even ownership Mm -hmm. over those relationships. And I just, I think that's one of my concerns though, is actually that Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways that, watching these streamers or watching these YouTubers isn't necessarily helpful in the sense Mm -hmm. that because like there's that sort of like interaction through the comments or whatever, but it's all from behind screens and it's not legitimate. Like, I don't know. And, and, and and especially given sort of like all the weirdness surrounding, you know, the pandemic and, and just all of life in in the States over the last year, like obviously like couch co-op is not that, is not super duper feasible, yeah. But I do think I I I I would say like even like I just I mean even I I even approach like online gaming differently. That it's like okay, I brought up like the remnant thing with with Eric. It's like I'm down for that, but Eric and I have been f- friends on Facebook and parts of different groups together, and we've interacted multiple times. Like there's a legitimate friendship there. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I'm not saying like, he's, he's like, I'm not his like best friend or anything, but like, we're friendly. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's like, we're probably a little further along than, than just like mere acquaintances. Like, you know, we've had some like meaningful exchanges and some good conversations and stuff like that. And, and so it's like, I'm like, I'm down for that. Like down for like a hang sesh with like shooting up the route and like talking to a buddy like that's going to be cool yeah like that yes. that exists as a supplement whereas i think a lot of times like that stuff actually becomes like the means in which people like sort of grow their communities and uh, yes and that's that's problematic to me because there's not actually like legitimate like relationships i don't want to I mean, it's not that the relationships aren't real but they're not deep. Mm-hmm. They're not grounded. Yeah. They're not sort of rooted in a lot of, they're not, they, they just don't go too far. It's,
1: I would say there's not really any commitment yes, there. Yes. You know, yes. like there, 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 there's not that kind of camaraderie where you're side by side with someone. It's, it, it is, it is different. Not that it can't be helpful. Like, it certainly it can't. Again, I keep going back. Like, we do this podcast digitally. We've never actually met in person. But we're good friends. Um, and we allow this medium uh, to be a way in which we connect with each other. Like, we can actually talk deeply with each other. Well, not necessarily on the podcast all the time, but I'm saying, like. And even the,
0: the, the sort of, like, the friendships that we've. It's not to say that those things can't, like, happen.
1: Right. Right.
0: But. That That should not be normative, either, yeah, like yeah. I mean, I look at the community that we have with the brochachos and even people in the book club and everything else, and on twitter and like the 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 people that we interact on the regular like and it's great, like, and I'm glad to know those people, but if that's all I had, mm-hmm. that would be a very like scary place for me, I think,
1: mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah. You know? Especially for me, like, you know, it's, it's become increasingly clear to me over the last year that I require like physical camaraderie and fellowship. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, I need it. And I think part of the reason I've really struggled over the last year is because of like the isolation and yeah,
1: yeah. that makes sense. That makes sense. I mean that, and just, I'm an a-hole. (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, there's there's a lot going on, a lot on your plate, a lot on everyone's plate. Um, I do that, dude. That topic, that whole topic of like digital friendships, could be a whole episode in and of itself. Uh, that we totally just waded into. Um, so I will say, like, that's not, yeah, it's not final thoughts. It's I don't even know if it was very well thought out. Uh, well, but certainly,
0: just, sometimes hmm? I mean, the, we we want these we want the, the show to sometimes just be a jumping off point. Mm
1: -hmm. Like, and, and I think
0: like the, the thing is like, just like anything, I think there's really cool things that like the YouTube and Twitch, Twitch communities bring to the table as far as this goes. But for me too, like, it's always like, you know, it is always kind of this question in such an entertainment centric and Saturated culture, mm-hmm. like I think these things, just as much as they can be helpful and useful and interesting, can also be very much distractions. Distractions that will sort of degrade and destroy the the things in our lives that we actually need to be cultivating.
2: Mm. Mm. Like, mm. Mm.
0: like if like it, this is what I'm going to say to anybody who's who's listening to this, and 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 you know. If you find yourself sort of neglecting, and and this won't be the first time I say anything this. It's probably uh, not even, won't, not even, definitely will not be the last. But if you find yourself neglecting like legitimate and like real fellowship and community for the sake of like, you know, a, a youtube community or a twitch stream community or a or like or a discord like and if those are like really like those are the people that you're like you know sort of like looking to sort of fulfill and meet those needs it, that's that's empty and don't don't do that don't do that to yourself like mm-hmm. um because that that guy that twitch streamer like you know i i remember um so I've, I've, uh, because I'm on Amazon prime, I get like the free Twitch sub and I, I try to like, okay once yeah. a month I try to bounce that around to somebody new. Um, I don't always remember, but, uh, Grandmaster Hikaru, who is like one of the chess guys I watch um mm. on the church and it, it's cool like i'll tell you what it was kind of cool because i like threw in my twitch sub and i'm watching him play and it's like oh hey got a new sub thanks nate McKeever, nate underscore McKeever, or whatever you know i was like like oh that's kind of rad that's kind of cool like and i can definitely like <laughs> see that like like the appeal and like i get the vibe and, and like you know just to talk talk about like you know there's stuff that like uh, our buddy uh paul from over the techno funk boy is mm-hmm. uh I think like the Rusty Speeder, they live stream all that stuff yes. on Twitch. Yep. And like the the audience can interact and like, so there there's like, it's not all bad. Like there's a lot of really cool and good stuff that even some of our friends are like doing on these, these platforms. I'm just mm-hmm. saying like, you know, like me being sort of like the grim, dark, pessimistic, you know, old crotchety Ebenezer that I am. It's like, you know, there's also like some parts where we just got to be like, yo, why are we doing this or why are we consuming this?
1: Yeah. Well, and I think, I think that that's actually a fantastic uh, kind of note that wraps up this conversation, right? We started out talking about how um, video games on TV when we were kids were pretty much garbage, right? But I think as a hot garbage, yes. As I think about this, really what I wanted was I did want some sort of validation, right? I wanted to know that other people liked these things as much as I did, right? You know, the fact that like, mm. oh, there's a Zelda cereal. I want to taste that right now. You know, like- Oh, it's not oh, good.
0: There's, It's not
2: good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um you know, there's this Zelda TV show. I have to watch it because I want you know, I want more of this With Zelda. But I also me, want
0: princess. princess.
1: Yeah. And I do own the entire collection on DVD. I think it was like three dollars in the Walmart uh, bin. So I I did pick that up just for the laughs. You got, it you, is you got a golf mm, clap on that, buddy. So bad. It's so bad it's good. It's so bad. Oh, that's another mo- the wizard. Anyways, um I think I think, I think so there bad. is kind of this. <laughs> There is kind of this through line of like, yeah, I, I did want someone else to to enjoy these things too. And I wanted to know that like other people enjoyed this. And I think that's part of something that you do get from, uh, well, you, you know, whether it's just lurking on YouTube or whether it is joining in on a Twitch stream and becoming a part of, of one of these communities is like feeling like you have that sense of. Uh, of just the community like obviously we we believe that we were built for community we were created to live in community and um you know just based on (laughs) god's creation the way that he's he's worked that in us um and so we're seeking that and and yeah I i think that note of saying that it's it's a good thing but that it can be unhealthy if we use it improperly you know if we if we Become a follower <laughs> of someone else uh, to the point where like we're identifying as, you know, th- we're identifying with someone that we don't actually know that can be unhealthy when when we have to, w- when it, it, there are these kind of like superficial friendships, which again, aren't all bad, but it can come to a place where it's unhealthy. So yeah, I would encourage you to kind of think through why you're doing what you're doing and whether or not it's helpful. Um, so i yeah, i th- I think that's I think that's a good place to just kind of put a bow on it. and uh, that's it for tonight. we We d- tackled gaming, we tackled watching. and uh, if you have any thoughts to add into the conversation, we invite all of your thoughts, and we can kind of kick it around at a later date. Uh, I'm thinking um, I've I've got another idea for a bite-sized as well as we're even just discussing this. So, uh, But if you have any thoughts, there's tons of ways you can reach out and uh, we'll hopefully get back with you because we are real people. Um, our email address is thebacklogbreakdown at gmail.com. You can uh, join our Facebook group, the hashtag BacklogBookClub on Facebook. We've got a Discord server and on Twitter, our handle is at bbdowncast. And then if you want to get a little bit more personal, uh, pretty much everywhere on the internet I go by Broccolope that's B-R-O-C-C-O-L-O-P-E and Nate goes by
0: Nate underscore McKeever
1: alright if you like what we're doing there's tons of ways that you can uh, help you know support us just share us with your friends tell other people about the podcast that Sherry you enjoy listening to there you go uh review and rates and all that fun stuff on whatever podcast catcher you use and we do also have a patreon where at any level you know just think of it like a tip jar and if you throw anything in the tip jar then uh, we also have our bro hangs and other content that we just it's basically well it's called a bro hang it's because we're just hanging out we're talking about whatever we want to talk about And and so
0: the last couple have been substantial (laughs) <laughs> like they've been, not, yeah. maybe maybe not as as sort of deep mm-hmm. as we'd like to go, but they have been uh, lengthy.
1: Yes, yeah, they've mm-hmm. been That's what true. we
0: like to call beefy boys. And <laughs> you know, speaking of watching,
1: mm-hmm. one
0: of the perks is that uh, <gasps> uh. if you would like to watch the uh, us talking, you know, to each other over Skype. So video, mm-hmm. basically, you get to see my dumb face and Josh's handsome face. And oh, uh, you're shucks. welcome, buddy. Uh, I think I made him blush. <laughs> you'd, you'd know that if you were a Patreon subscriber. Hey-o. and you could see uh, that YouTube video. Um, yeah, full say, and
1: uncut.
0: It's but it's but that is locked behind the word. But for mm-hmm. you know any amount, like that's just one of the the perks that you can sort of. Giddy access too so, yeah, man, yeah, man. But uh, well, it, it seems like uh, we have we 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 came, we talked, we did not game and we did not watch, <laughs> but we have uh, we we I think we kind of set up, we 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 oh man, I'm talking really good, I'm getting really tired here, folks. <laughs> um, just full full disclosure, we record pretty late at night, and when mm-hmm. it goes long
1: because well, we talk a lot, yeah.
0: Because we talk a lot. <laughs> I start getting a little sleepy. Josh starts getting a little sleepy. We start mm-hmm. we stop making if we were making any sense before, we're making less now. Anyways, no, we neither. we came, we saw, we conquered, we wenty weedy weechied. We you know, I think we talked about all the things that we sort of had on the docket for tonight and then some. Uh we did our thing. What should they do,
1: Josh? Guys keep beating down those backlogs and we'll keep breaking down the benefits.
0: For sure. And the final word goes to internet drama part four. Blue cheese has molded it.